0: First John chapter five. Hey, take a moment with me, if you would, and think where you were at in 2010. Where were you living at in 2010? Where were you working at in 2010? What'd your family look like, 2010? What was the situation like for you 10 years ago? Let's look backwards, let's say 2010 is over here, and let's look, look backwards to yourself, and let's say you could go back in time and speak to yourself regarding the Lord's provision Lord's faithfulness and what was going to happen over the next 10 years of your life. Somebody just give me a phrase. What would you say to yourself in 2010 regarding what the next 10 years were going to be like? Get ready. ready. In regards to the Lord's faithfulness in your life and his working, what would you say? Trust him. him. You have no idea. idea. (laughs) What else? Say again. Pay attention. Pay attention. Yes, being prepared 10 years ago. There you go. What would you say to yourself about how the Lord treated you? What's an adjective you use? How did the Lord treat you? How would you speak to yourself in 2010 of how the Lord has treated you over the last 10 years? What would you say to yourself? Long-suffering, patient. Kind. Kind. Gentle. Gentle. He's so faithful. All right, that's 2010. Let's look at 2030 over here, Lord willing. Let's speak to ourselves about the next 10 years. What's he gonna be like? Get ready. You won't believe what he has for you. Just listen, pay attention to what he's about to do coming up here. Be prepared. He's gonna be faithful. He's gonna be kind. He's gonna be gentle. He's gonna be long-suffering. Everything he has been in the past, he will be because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen? There's, there's no changing in God. Uh, we're the ones that change. But the Lord is going to treat us not as our sins deserve in the next 10 years. He's going to treat us if we stay alive, if we're all still here, we'll look back and say the exact same things we're saying right now. So why worry? Nothing to fear, guys. Nothing left to fear. Death has been taken care of. What is there left? Embarrassment? Loss? Let me ask you a couple of questions. How would you act if you knew The following facts. I wrote these things down. How would you act if you knew that there was nothing that was going to come against you that could make you actually die? How would you act if you knew you were never going to die? Nothing could come against you to put an end. You'll just keep on living no matter what. How would you act if you knew that everything would work out for your lasting benefit and good in the end? Everything, even mistakes. How would you act if you knew that? How would you act if you knew that every one of your needs were going to be met every single solitary day of your life until you die? What would that be like to think like that? You'll never lack any good thing because your shepherd will take care of you. All of your needs will be met until the day that you die? How would you act if you knew that you knew that you knew you were unconditionally accepted and completely loved through and through, even if you squandered everything with prostitutes and sinners and had to come back and start all over? How would you act if you just, you were loved all the way through, unconditionally? How would you act if the burden of life wasn't on your shoulders? and it was on someone stronger than you, and you knew it, and the heavy load was being carried by someone else, how would you act if there was an ever-present, all-knowing, all-loving, powerful person, an ally, a companion, constantly beside you every day? How would you act? And of course, all these things are true. Of course, all these things are what the Bible tells us we have in Christ and our life in Him. But we don't act like it sometimes because I think we don't remember it and we don't know it. And the Lord wants to remind us of these things. Nothing to fear, little flock. He's been well-pleased to give you the kingdom. Nothing to fear. It just bottles you up. You just live in a place that's kind of boring because fear just leads to more fear. And you go from one thing and you, you make it through. Whew, that was close. I almost didn't make it. And then, well, there's something else to fear coming up here. And it's just a boring, heavy life. And the Lord wants to set us free from that so that we would act differently. 1 John chapter 5, starting in verse 2. This is how we know that we love the children of God, by loving God and carrying out his commands. In fact, this is love for God, to keep his commands, and his commands are not burdensome. For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Did you know there's no such thing as a light or as a heavy burden or yoke that the Lord puts on you? Did you know that there's no such thing as a command the Lord gives you that's burdensome? I didn't say difficult. There are difficult things we have to walk out, but burden is different. There's no such thing. The commands of the Lord actually make us feel free. We have margin. We have room to live in. But actually, we know, and I was talking to Jana about this last night, we know we've moved out of living in the commands that God has given us into the commands that we've given ourselves when we feel that heavy weight and that yoke and that feeling of not doing enough, right? I I know what to do, but I can't walk it out because I'm, I'm actually underneath the weight of condemnation. I've, I've got some guilt and I've got some shame. We actually are led by the Lord into paths of peace. His paths for us are paths of peace. Trials do come and attacks are formulated by the enemy and weapons are formed against us, but praise the Lord, no weapon formed against us will prosper. It won't work. And it says it's actually the heritage of the Lord to turn this thing back around on the head of the enemy. We have so much access to living in freedom and it just breaks my heart sometimes how little I take advantage of it and how little we take advantage of it. How would you act if you really believed all these things that we just read? What would life look like for you? And I dare say it would be really fun. It would not be a trouble-free life, make no mistake. Jesus lived out the father's commands and he got brutally beaten and crucified. All the apostles did. I'm not saying you don't have troubles and you die, but I'm telling you, there's no better place to live than like a child, where you're just free. The commands of the Lord are not burdensome as I just do what he's doing like a son. And whenever I'm not thinking like a son, oh, I'm over here in slavery again. I'm doing the thing. I'm working hard and I just don't have any margin in my life. And the Lord's like, we got to get set free from that, because I want you to flow. I want you to go, and I want you to flow. Amen? The Lord has more for us, and we don't have to work harder to get it. We actually sometimes have to lay some things down. So, what I need is, let's do this. This is what I need. I need five of you to get your prophetic radar up, because you're going to speak to somebody in about 10 minutes. Somebody's going to come up here and you're going to have a word and you're going to help me do something with this person. And what I need is a strong young man. I need a strong young man to come up here and help me. Come on, Jacob. You were on my heart earlier. I need, I need, uh, I need to give you a little object lesson. Peter or Jesus spoke in parables, and I'm not Jesus, but sometimes a little object lesson is helpful for me. So Asher, come up here, buddy. All right. Uh, everybody, this is uh, Jacob. Everybody say hi to Jacob. Jacob was at our house church just last Sunday. He's awesome. Got a lot of ministry. This is my boy Asher. Say hey, Asher. Asher! All right. Now, Asher, you're going to go over here. Now, Jacob, this is what I need you to do. I need you to be able to take uh, this bottle of water mm-hmm. and I need you to be able to give it to Asher in the name of a disciple and he needs it real bad. He needs a refreshing drink of water. Does that seem difficult to you or do you think you could pull it off? Okay, thank you. Stay right there. Your water's coming. Now, before you do that, what I need you to do though is put on this backpack of anger for me. So go and put that on. It's a little heavy, but I think you can still manage. So turn around and show everybody, step over here, turn around and show everybody your backpack. Okay, cool. So people don't see it if you face this way, they just see you still got your hands and you can still work, right? right. How you feeling? Are You think you're still up for the task? Yeah. Okay, hang on Asher. Before you do that though, I need you to hold something for me, and it's going to be this little tiny. Okay, because of your anger, I need you to hang on to this worry, because um, you've got a lot to worry about at this point in your life, and don't forget, you've got to do some stuff for God, but don't drop it, whatever you do, okay? And your backpack's still hanging on? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Hang on to that anger, hang on to that worry, and then um, because of that and, and the, the burden of it, uh, I need to put a blindfold of shame on you. Here we go. Okay, now don't forget, you can still do the thing for Asher, right, that I need you to do. It's important to me that you refresh him with a cup of water. I'll try okay? my best. All right, thanks. Um, you know, I appreciate you standing there. How are you feeling right now? I feel great. Okay, if, <laughs> if, if you could just hang out there for me for like about five years and not move and stay in this place, that would be really helpful, and we'll get to doing good stuff for God. Um, there's some stuff uh, in your past uh, It's kind of junky like all of us have. It's, it's kind of it's dark. And so um, I got this bucket here uh, of fear, and so I need you to hang on to that bucket as well. So between the anger and the worry and the shame, now you got the fear to worry about. So um, don't drop it, okay? And, but I need you to keep on doing stuff for God, okay? okay. I, I really need that, and, and we all expect you to do it. And um, it would just mean a lot if you would do it better than you know you're doing it. And then lastly, because of all that, when you come around to other believers, um, kind of got a feeling of <laughs> this blanket of condemnation. So um, So at this point, I think you're ready to go to serve Jesus. <laughs> Are you still thirsty? Okay, he's still thirsty. <laughs> Jacob, uh, how are you feeling at this point? Heavy. <laughs> heavy. Why are you feeling heavy, man, just do what the Lord is. I mean, it's in the Bible. just do what the Lord's saying. So um, is, there, is there anything maybe like we could help with your maybe Bible study plan? or Is there anything maybe we could help with in your life that would help you get the Lord's work done? Uh, worry. You need worry. Okay. You need worry off. That's a heavy thing. So one of the five of you, I need you to come up here with me, if you would, uh, just for a minute. Well, Let's do, let's do, let's do, let's do, let's do, let's do, let's do. I need an adult. An adult, an adult, an adult. Who's going to help my brother with worry and speak a real word to him? Come here, Jerry. Come on. Come on. For real, I want you to speak to our brother Jacob, and then I want you to, I want you to speak the truth to him of the word about worry, and then I want you to go take that out of his hands. In the microphone. Just speak in the microphone. And don't take too long, because he's I, actually waiting on you, so he's, so he's holding. <laughs> I really want him to get the point. I really want him to get the point. No, uh, Jacob, I just want to encourage you in the faithfulness of Jesus being. Uh, When we were talking about the last 10 years, what has sustained me is the faithfulness of the Lord, regardless of my poor decisions um, and my mistakes and my lack of abilities or skills. The Lord has been who he is and has not been dependent on me. Um, And I think that uh, that is one good reason for us to not have to worry about what is coming or what has been. So So we got a brother and Lord speaking the truth. Let's take the box away from him. You can just set it right there. All right, hang on to this. You guys still got a bucket there. Hang on to that. Hang on to that. Somebody else. Somebody else come up here. I need somebody to lift off the blanket of condemnation and speak the truth to my brother in love. Thomas. Come here, Thomas Kallenbarger. Come on, man. For real. Yes, I want you to stay up here. All right. Thanks for hanging in there, Jacob. We just got a little house church meeting here. We got a Sunday morning deal, whatever. And My brother shows up like this, and then Thomas says to him about condemnation. Um, well Jacob there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus so just want you to make agreement with that I agree he's done take the blanket off take the blanket off all right, I need somebody else to speak to him. I need, a real, I need a real deal word about fear or shame for my brother or anger. All right, speak it out, speak it out. Amen. My brother, there's nothing to fear in Jesus' name because death has been defeated on the cross. He's actually not speaking to the old man and you anymore. He's speaking to the new man in Christ Jesus. So we can lay this down. I just want to help you lay this down in Jesus' name. And then somebody shout out about this anger. We want to get this off of him. Somebody shout that out. What do we got? The joy of the Lord is your strength. Anger just makes us feel weak. So let's take that off, buddy. Now, what I'd like you to do is go obey the command of the Lord that's not burdensome. Can you do that for me now? All right, go ahead and, go ahead and, and take off and do that. Wow, look at that. I mean, it's just like light and easy. I have uh, taken poor Jacob through minutes of belaboring the point that I want to make to you here, and that's that when we come together with each other, we're doing more than just hanging out. We're lifting stuff off each other. And the reason we lift stuff off is unto obeying the commands of the Lord. And the Lord has great things to be done in our city. The Lord has great things for each one of you to do. So Lord, I just pray for these people in Jesus' name. I pray that you would just lift off shame, condemnation, burdens, anger, Lord, all of it, fear, lift it off, Lord, in Jesus' name. I just pray, Father, that you would uncork us, Lord. I pray that we would be salt and light, and we just flow. I thank you for my brother Jacob, Lord. I thank you for his faithfulness. And, and Lord, I just pray even now, just joking around here and we're doing all this with him, but I, I pray a blessing over his life, Lord. And I pray that Jacob would flow like you've made him to flow, Lord. And there'd be a new season in his life. We love you and bless you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. amen.